Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The FT. Just one topic on this week's show, Libya. The effect of the civil unrest on the country's oil production and what this means for the oil industry globally. You're listening to Energy Weekly with me, David Blair. Joining me in the studio this week to talk about Libya is the FT's commodities editor, Javier Blas. Javier, can we begin with the factual situation? How much of Libya's oil production has been shut down and which oil fields are in the control of the opposition? A lot. A lot has been shut down, but it's a, it's a moving target. As we are recording on Wednesday, the situation is as follows. About Three quarters of the oil industry in Libya are shut down. Production has fallen from uh, the pre-crisis level of about 1.6 million barrels a day to about 600,000 barrels a day. So almost a million barrels a day that's out of the market. That's huge. That's about half of the import needs of a country, a G7 country as France or Germany. So it is a, a huge impact. In terms of who controls what, most of the east of the country where some of the biggest oil fields in Libya are in the control of the opposition. Gaddafi still controls a large chunk of the industry, particularly in the center and the southwest of the country, and opposition and Gaddafi forces are fighting for the control of the critical oil terminals of the country, with Gaddafi launching a counterattack on Wednesday to regain control of a critical terminal. So it's a moving target, but what is happening is the worst crisis in the history of the Libyan oil industry and is providing a huge shock to the oil market. Tell us more about the kind of oil that's been taken off the market. Libya produces very specific varieties of crude, is that correct? It is correct. Roughly, uh, oil traders define oil in based in two characteristics. How dense is the oil? So we have oil as it is produced in Libya that resembles as cooking oil. It's very fluid. And we have oil, for example, coming from Saudi Arabia that is called heavy oil that resembles more like shampoo. The difference is that the oil from Libya is very light and it's more useful for refining onto high-demand products such as gasoline, petrol, or diesel. There is another characteristic that defines oil, and it's the amount of sulfur contained in the oil. An oil could be sweet, it means that it has a very little sulfur, or it could be sour, meaning that it has quite a lot. The Libyan oil is also sweet, so it's very high quality, very low content of sulfur, and it means that it's very useful, again, to refine into petrol, gasoline, and diesel. Does that make it much harder to replace? It does, because production in other OPEC countries, particularly Saudi Arabia, who controls the bulk of spare capacity at the moment, is concentrated on this heavier shower oil, meaning that even Saudi Arabia could replace the volume that it has been lost. It cannot replace the quantity. So we have seen Saudi Arabia offering more oil to the market, but what the refiners in Europe are doing is a scramble for barrels in West Africa 
and the Caspian. Why? Because those two areas produce also high-quality oil, light and sweet. And what about prices? Where do we stand now with the oil price, and by how much roughly has it risen since the Libyan crisis began? Well, roughly, the, the price has moved over $115 if you look at Brent that is providing the best indication of where oil prices are at the moment. And that means that we have increased between 15 and $20 since the beginning of the crisis. So we were around 95 closer to $100 before the crisis started. So prices were already high by historical standards, and that was mostly because demand for oil was very strong during the late last year and the beginning of this year, particularly in China. But this supply shock is providing a background for a huge increase in, in prices. And it's not only Libya, but it's also the unrest in other oil-producing countries, Yemen and Oman, and the unrest in Bahrain, that although it produced very little oil, it's so close to the key region of Saudi Arabia where oil is produced. And it's also a very interesting fact, and it's not only the price of Bahrain is increasing, the premium that refiners are paying for this particular uh, high-quality oil is also increasing very fast. And we have seen the premium between oil in West Africa and the price of Brent reaching the highest in two years. What about the wider consequences? Does China have enough of a strategic reserve to cope with these kinds of supply shocks? It does not. And that's also one new situation for the Chinese. For the first time, China is weathering a big geopolitical problem in the oil market. Yes, China was already an importer in 2003 when we have the Iraq invasion and also in late 2002, early 2003 when we have a big supply disruption because of an oil strike in Venezuela. But at that point, Chinese oil imports compared to his oil demand was about 30%. Today, China is importing about between 50 and 60% of his oil. So it is much more important for China. The Chinese authorities are building a strategic stock similar to the one we have in Europe or the United States or Japan, but they are doing it very slowly. And most consultants have spoke recently. They are telling me that China, Beijing is likely to fast track this strategic reserve after what is happening in Libya. So Javier, what's the prognosis now? If we assume that Libya's political crisis continues, will the oil market adjust and find ways of coping with this supply shock or are we likely to see extreme volatility? We are going to see the market adjusting to a new reality, that is that oil from Libya is going to be missing for whatever it takes. It could be weeks, it could be months. The executives and traders have been speaking. They are bracing themselves to a disruption that lasts months rather than weeks. So we are going to see the market very volatile and we will see also higher prices because A, we need higher prices to bring the new supply from Saudi Arabia and we need probably to curtail some of the demand growth and, and B, because oil companies are going to be trying to hold more stocks than usual because there is a fear in the market that the Libya situation could spread to other countries and that the market could be very short of supply at some point. And how great will the impact of all this be on the global economic recovery? Are we at a point where oil prices are really inhibiting global growth? A spike on oil prices has preceded every of the last five recessions in, we have suffered over the last 50 years. So there is a connection between high oil prices and an economic growth. Usually what economists say is that any oil price above $100 is damaging to the global economy. But more importantly, the last increase in oil prices from around $70 to 100 that they happened late last year 
was mostly reflecting the strength of the global economy. We were getting out of the crisis, China was pouring ahead. So, in a sense, that price increase was just a mirror of the good health of the global economy. This latest spike is a supply shock and it's nothing to do with the strength of the global economy. As such, is a tax on every citizen that needs energy. Javier, thank you very much for drawing all the threads together. That's all we have time for today. All that's left for me is to thank Javier again. Energy Weekly is produced by LJ Filatrani. I'm David Blair. Until next week, goodbye. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.